Welcome to Front Desk Goddess Diaries, where we show you how to work smarter, not harder, because busyness does not equal profitability. Join our conversations where we hope to decrease stress, help you take more time off, and have more fun. Hi, my name is Amy. I'm a personal practice coach for the Brady Group, and I've been in your shoes. I've had the pleasure of working with dental practices across the globe, and you know what I've discovered? Everyone has the same challenges. I'm excited to share wisdom that I've gained from great dental practices just like yours. Kathleen is co-hosting with me again today. I'm so happy to be here, Amy. So fun. <laughs> I always enjoy Kathleen's fresh set of eyes, and so I've asked her to jump on with us again today. Um, cancellations and no-shows, that's one of those challenging topics that's universal. And today uh, we hope to simplify the process and set you guys up for success. So I am asked all the time, should we charge a no-show or cancellation fee? Kathleen, tell me again, you know, with your sort of uh, non-dental background perspective, how would you feel if you were charged a no-show or cancellation fee? Um, well, I will tell you that just kind of going from my, my experience, I've been with my dentist for over 20 years. Um, if I were charged a no show fee, I think I would be probably first a little mad. Um, and then that might turn to embarrassment. Um, and maybe, you know what, maybe it's time that I don't go back to that dentist. I, I mean, again, I'm going back just from my personal experience. Um, but I will say that uh, even though I've seen that on his desk at every checkout that I will be charged if I don't um, don't show up, I still probably would think, oh, they don't mean me. <laughs> yeah, they're not talking to me, are they? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's I think, yeah, absolutely. You can charge that uh, charge a fee and, and a lot of you do. But if our goal is to create goodwill and, and have raving fans for the practice, uh, people out there endorsing us and talking about us, do we want that to be a wedge in the relationship? And I think it, I think it definitely could be a wedge. Okay. So I think we want to talk about today, how can we prevent people from canceling at the last minute and no showing? Um, well, again, I'm going to um, go from personal experience, Amy, and I'm going to say you, when I set my hair appointment, I don't cancel because I know it's going to take me a long time to get in. Um, I don't want my person to be mad at me um, versus when I get my nails done. When I get my nails done, I don't even make an appointment because I hate to say it, but they're kind of a dime a dozen. I just um, kind of show up when I can and, and go from there. But in October, the girl that does my hair that I love, and I love my dentist. So I'm not taking anything away from that. I'm just going from experience. I brought my day timer and we set out, you know, the next four month appointments because she said, time's going to get busy. It's going to get crazy. And we need to get you in the books. And I said, okay, yes, ma'am. Okay, so you booked two appointments. Three, Three. Okay. Yes. All right. So, um, yeah, absolutely. It's a busy time of year. And I think a lot of you are facing that right now. There's some natural busyness in the dental practice. People realizing, oh my gosh, I have 
use my insurance or I didn't get my cleaning back in March or April because of COVID and I want to make sure I get it now. So you have some natural busyness. And let me tell you that like Kathleen's hairdresser and mine's the same way, because they're busy, people don't cancel. And the practices that I talk to that um, truly are booked out for months right now, they don't have this issue. But it's those of us or those of the, the practices that have a lot of holes in the next few weeks, for whatever reason, they have this issue. So hmm. what do you think? That's interesting. And, and would it be bad for a dental practice to just let the person know that they are as busy as my hairdresser lets me know she is, what would be the harm in that? I think that's what we need to do to create value, you know, is just say, are you sure you can't rearrange things to make it? Because it's several weeks before we can get you back in. Um, you know, there has to be value established for the hygienist time. And uh, if we don't change our mindset, patients certainly aren't. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think even things we say, um, and I'll tell you, I have a funny story. This kind of hit me over the head one day working in the dental practice, and I was calling to confirm, and we're going to talk about that term in a minute, but one day I was calling to confirm dental appointments, and um, this patient, she'd been a patient of ours for years. She was in her 70s at the time, and this is before people took their dogs everywhere, so it was kind of weird. She had this little dog that she brought to every dental appointment. And he's yeah. And he sat on her lap. I'm sure we were violating some OSHA. You know, I'm sure it was not good, but she was the type of person you just didn't weren't going to argue with. So I was calling to confirm appointments one day and I called her and she said, I am so glad you called. I've been thinking about you. And I'm thinking, oh, great. You, you know, that's when you're in trouble is when they say, oh, I'm so glad you called. Right. She said, um, I've been able to get Fufu. I, I don't even remember her dog's name, whatever her name was. I've been able to get her in for a groom and I've been on the waiting list and oh, they can wow. get me in. So I need to cancel my dental appointment. Okay. Wow. So what the heck is a groomer doing that we weren't? And uh, yeah, I think it goes back to your, um, you know, the value. Well, mm -hmm. it's a whole lot easier to get into the dentist than it is to get my dog groomed. And <laughs> at that moment I realized, okay, I need to change the way I'm communicating. Uh, why am I making it so easy for people to move their appointments? It's um, all in how we we see that. Um, so I, I think, you know, let's kind of talk about this for a minute. Um, obviously, there's the mindset we have in terms of how we see the hygienist time um, and recare, or, you know, getting people back in for their cleanings. Frankly, that's the hard part. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But in addition to value, if a patient has um, financial obligation connected to their reservation, they're a lot more likely to show up. Um, so if you pay ahead of time, mm -hmm. do you mean? So, yeah. Um, okay. So when the reservation's made, pay ahead of time. Uh, I think we weed out people who maybe aren't fully committed. And I hate to say that, but um, you know, sometimes there are patients who say, oh yeah, sounds good. I'll be there. And they really in the back of their mind are thinking, Hmm, you know, I I'll figure out some way to get out of this later. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I hate to say that and it's not their fault. It's that we didn't really do a very good job of, um, 
you know, finding out what it is they value and, and helping them connect the dots to our solution. So that's on us. But if that happens, you know that that's probably going to fall off. I think we, you know, I know I've had the the feeling or the situation before where I'd scheduled a patient. I'm thinking, mm, I don't know if they're going to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just kind of sense that. Well, and also I think if you, so my hairdresser knew I wanted to come in in December before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So she was very confident in that assumption because I did. And I think maybe if the dental office would maybe take on that confidence also, then that patient would be like, oh yeah, I, I definitely need to get in before the end of the year. And you're right. Um, yeah. When, when's available because there's mm-hmm. that sense of urgency that if maybe they could stress that to the patient just as my hairdresser did. Okay. I think that's an excellent point. And what we call that in the dental office is the assumptive close. I know you want to get this mm-hmm. done. You know, you've told me this is important to you. And so let's make sure we do that for you. Uh, Let's set up something so you can plan around it. And so I think that's important instead of, well, do you want to schedule? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's uh, gosh, there are a million other things going through the patient's mind Mm -hmm. and and they might not be mentally prepared for that. But if we can be confident and assume. Well, and also, I mean, I know that different, you know, offices maybe have ups and downs and low times and high times and that kind of thing. My hairdresser never assumes that I, I never get that impression that, you know, this is kind of my slow month. She doesn't have a slow month. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so so the patient should never think that a dentist has a slow month either. That's right. No, that's a good point from, again, just a non-dental perspective. And I'll just tell you guys, you know, this slow month thing on a side note is a self-fulfilling prophecy because I get to talk to a whole lot of dental practices every week. And um, the ones who feel like they have a slow month, it, it's not the same. They do have a slow month, probably. Yeah, they do. But what's interesting is sometimes I'll hear, oh, February's always slow for us. But then the next office I talk to, oh, September's always slow for us. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, then change that. Right, right. Change that. It doesn't have to be. Um, so here are some things to think about. I think, uh, first of all, let's make sure we value our patient's time. I mean, Kathleen, how would you feel if you, um, called to move an appointment the day of, and they charged you, but gee, a year ago, they called you and moved your appointment. appointment. Mm. Uh, That would not make me happy. Yeah. So that would not, it it would, it would make me think that, you know, okay, things come up in, in your life, but you're not appreciating the fact that things can come up in my life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So you guys, those of you that are real adamant and wanting to charge a a fee, um, boy, I sure hope that you are 100% always valuing your patient's time. I hope you always run on time. I hope you've never had to move one of their appointments because that's going to be kind of difficult. But if you're unorganized and you don't plan ahead and you don't, um, Uh, communicate as a team and your doctor doesn't look ahead and I get it stuff comes up, but um, you just can't expect them to value your time. If you don't value theirs, I think reinforcing the behavior you want to have happen, thank them for being on time. Mm -hmm. Make a big deal of that. Uh, 
You know, if, if you can have a patient that, that walks in as you're checking out another another patient or whatever, and they hear that and you say, well, thank you for being on time. We're an on-time office and that's really important mm-hmm. to us that we value our patient's time. So thank you. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit, but don't give patients permission to cancel. Uh, um, I, my dentist actually texts me, um, you know, text see to confirm your appointment or have a reply. I can't remember how it's worded, but it doesn't give you the option of canceling. And so I think that would lead me to believe I have to call to cancel, which I, I don't want to call mm-hmm. and cancel. Whereas if I had to, if I could text to cancel, I might think about it, but if I have to call, I probably won't. Okay. So I, that's just something I've noticed that he does. I think that's awesome because uh, we invite cancellations. You know, some of the texting, you guys have control over what that message says. And I know some of you have a message that says, you know, text C to confirm, you know, text N if you can't make no or whatever. Don't even have that option. Mm-hmm. And quite it's an easy out. It really is. And even that word confirm, let's talk about that for a minute. Um, in my opinion, it's confirmed when the reservation is made. I mean, does your hairdresser call to confirm your appointment? The person that does my hair has never once sent me a text to remind me or anything. It's it's up to me to show up on the, on the day and at the time that we scheduled however many weeks back. Okay. So it's important to you. So you mm-hmm. show up because you know you won't be able to get back in. Now, if we're going to be real here for a minute, I think we all probably acknowledge that we'd much rather get our hair done than get our teeth and that is true. worked on. And that is true. But again, it's all in how and, we communicate that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and why shouldn't I think that taking care of my smile is just as important mm-hmm. as taking care of my hair? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about confirm. I, I'm not saying you should not remind your patients or I like to call it more a courtesy text. And maybe instead of uh, text C to confirm or we're checking to be sure it still works for you. Um, what if you just simply said, hey, we are you know, excited to see you tomorrow. We have you scheduled at two o'clock, a one-on-one reservation with our hygienist, drive safe. And so it's just like a, it's, we're thinking about you. We're ready for you. We are on the ball, but um it's not an option. It's not opening right. the door for cancellation. Right. Right. Um, you know, quite honestly, I, I think uh, sometimes people may be planning on coming, but the way that we communicate that reminder or confirmation text or call could change their mind. I just, this just occurred to me, but years ago I was seeing an allergist and they were about 20 minute drive from my house Um, at the time I'd had some allergy testing and decided shots was a good idea. And so I was getting an allergy shot every two weeks. So every two weeks I had to drive 20 minutes each way, had to wait a few minutes. So it's about an hour out of my day every two weeks. Um, insurance didn't pay for it. It was like $85 each time I went in and, uh, and it's a shot. So not fun. It's not getting your hair done. Yeah. And it wasn't just come when you, what's good for you. It's we do shots Uh at this time. And it was like middle of the morning. It was never real convenient. Uh It was like in the middle, you know, kind of interrupted my day. 
And so uh, I loved what they did because the person who made their confirmation calls always said, hi, Amy, I'm just kind of, you know, we have you scheduled tomorrow at 1030 for your shot. Does that still work for you or, or would you rather reschedule? Ooh, well, guess yeah. what I did like half the time? Yeah, reschedule. Yeah. Even though I felt better mm -hmm. after I had the shot, right. even though I knew it was a benefit, it's like, she I, made it too easy. She made it really easy. So guys, evaluate your verbiage. See, you know, what, what are you saying? Are you opening the door for cancellations and making that way too easy? Okay. Um, here's something else to think about. Evaluate your uh, away message because anything you might be communicating, you know, our cancellation policy requires that you inform us 24 or 48 hours, you know, prior to your appointment, if you want to change it. Well, you still have to scramble to fill those spots, right. even if it's right. a day it or two yeah, in advance. It doesn't do you any good if they're just the day before. So what if you change that to, instead of we require 24 or 48 hours notice, what if it is uh, just simply any changes in your reservations affect many people? It's very important for us, yeah, for us yes. to honor your time. And so any changes in or honor our patients' time. So any changes in your reservations affect many people. We promise to honor your time. And in fairness to all our patients, we ask that you do the same. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of setting a boundary or a standard that, hey, we're all here to respect each other's time. Mm -hmm. Instead of we're going to punish you if you right. don't give us more than a day notice. Right. Right. You know, we're all adults here. We're all going to respect each other's time. Yeah. Um, so what about, I mean, Kathleen, you mentioned having your day timer there and, and all that, you know, good stuff to schedule those appointments. But, um, well, I mean, I will say that, I mean, the lady that does my hair never says, hey, let's go ahead and schedule your next appointment, but you can always change it. She doesn't mm -hmm. say that. She says, let's go ahead and schedule. And then you get the time you like and you can plan around it. Not, oh, you know, we'll just go and get it on the books, but you can always change it if something comes up. Well, I, you know, that's the whole goal. No, nothing needs to come up because I will have that in my, my day timer. So I'll work around that. Okay. Good point. Because uh, I think sometimes we may get a little, you know, six months out is kind of far. And so when we're trying to schedule that cleaning appointment, um, I'm sure people hear what I, I used to hear, which is, oh gosh, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing in six months. And I'm afraid what you just said, Kathleen, is what I was guilty of is saying, well, let's just get it on the books. And if you need to move it, you can't. But again, I was shooting myself in the foot because I'm devaluing that time. And so then when they got their reminder card or when I called to confirm, I had way too many people falling off. Right. Okay. That's interesting. What if, um, you know, if we... Gosh, what if a patient does not show up? I wonder who should call. What do you think? Um, well, I kind of think if, if someone calls me from the office and said, you know, oh, you know, you didn't show up today and, you know, we're worried about you. That's one thing. But I think if the actual hygienist called or even my dentist called me. Oh, wow. I, yeah, <laughs> I think I might be a little scared. It's like the principal calling you and saying, okay, I need to see you in the office. I, I, I would feel very differently. I think I would, it, it's, it's more important and I needed to take note of that. And, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm there. I would be very apologetic and 
I won't let it happen again. I promise. Okay. Yeah. It's like, okay. The, the front office is kind of a buffer. So if you don't show up for your cleaning and the hygienist calls 20 minutes into your appointment uh, and says, Oh gosh, you know, I'm so worried about you. I know we heard from you yesterday and you're not here yet. I don't hope everything's okay. That sends a message. Now the hygienist is sitting around with nothing to do because right. you're not there. Right. Right. Good it's point. that ripple effect too. Absolutely. Everybody's sitting around. So what about chronic abusers? What about those people that um, just aren't very responsible? Uh, I think if you've got people who cancel more reservations than they keep, don't chase them down. Don't chase people that don't want to be um, in your office for whatever reason. But if you have somebody that maybe calls in and wants to schedule and they um, have been a chronic abuser, I think it's perfectly fine to say, we'd love to see you. I know that this just hasn't worked out real well for you in the past. And so to be fair to everyone, we ask that you go ahead and secure your reservation with a credit card. And I think if, if someone asked me that and I had not you know, showed up, I would feel, I, I think that would be perfectly acceptable. And then also, if I say, you know what, I'm not going to, then let them become a burden to some other office because it's okay. just, you know, that way it gives them the, the chance to be like, okay, I'm not going to do that. And then probably it's a good riddance. Is okay. that bad to say? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You just said what most of these people listening to us are thinking right now. Um, so no, that's exactly right. You, you know, you want to focus on the people that want to be on your bus. You know, who are the people that value you, that always show up? That's who we want to focus on. Why are we chasing people that don't want to be there? Right. And uh so, you know, if if somebody does want to come in and I'm not saying, again, don't call those that have, have not been loyal and honored your time. But if you have a patient who uh, you ask for a credit card, that's basically what I call the reverse no show fee. You, know, you guys who want to charge a fee, let's not inflict that on everybody. OK, let's just have restorative patients prepay. That's going to take care of that. Let's make sure that we're only pre-booking those who are good, responsible patients. You, know, you want to be able to look at your schedule every day and say, wow, these are all great patients and I know they're all going to show up because if it's a great feeling, yeah, it is. Because if we look at the schedule and say, oh, John's coming in at 2.30, he never shows up. I want to know who the heck put John on the schedule unless John has paid with a credit card. John learned his lesson. Yes. <laughs> so let's um, not pre-book chronic abusers. Um, here's another thing to think about. What if uh, in your away message, you didn't say that 24, 48 hour thing. You just said, uh, if you have a question regarding an upcoming reservation, please call Dr. Brady at home. Ooh, I would never call Dr. Brady. That would make me nervous. I better, I better get my act together and be at my appointment on Monday. That's right. So we don't leave an option for them to to leave a cancellation message on our voicemail. Um, that's the whole point. And so these are some pretty subtle changes. Again, I think it's it's pretty cut and dry when you talk about the doctor's restorative schedule. No, no payment, no reservation, um, and that's not how we present that. We'll approach that in an upcoming podcast, but that's the bottom line. And uh, you want to be able to look at that schedule in the morning and sleep well the night before knowing every one of those restorative patients have a financial commitment and they're going to show up. 
Um, and then we have to change our mindset. All those little subtle differences in, in hygiene will make, uh, make, create more value for the patient. And that's what we want to do. Absolutely. Um, Amy, talk about our front desk goddess retreat. Oh yeah. In January. You guys, this has been so much fun. We, um, we were doing live front desk goddess retreats prior to COVID and it was a blast. We, they, turned out to be just super, super popular events. Kathleen happened to be with me at my very last That's live fun. one. It was so fun. Yeah, it was a blast um, in Dallas back, gosh, the end of January, I guess. And we had so many scheduled in Orlando and Kansas City and Chicago, and we had to cancel all of those because of this darn COVID thing. Um, but what that did, you know, I'm I'll tell you, COVID has done some wonderful things too. It has allowed all of us to become more innovative and do things that we never otherwise would have done. Right. And so we've been able to reach so many people all over the world, really, with our virtual front desk goddess retreat. Mm -hmm. And so uh, starting with COVID, it seemed like we were doing one every other week and um, it was super popular and we still have a lot of demand for that. We just finished one on Friday. Super fun. But um, anyway, our next one, when is it, Kathleen? January 22nd. Yes. January 22nd, 2021. And Amy, how generous are you feeling in this season of Thanksgiving? Y'all, it is Thanksgiving <laughs> week, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Well, I, uh, I mentioned this last week and I would love for everybody who wants to participate to do that. And so $2.98 is a normal uh, registration fee we're charging for the entire office. Um, for the three-hour event, It's um, you receive a 27-page uh, tools and resources to go along with the, the live um, Zoom broadcast. And uh, we'll give you $50 off. Just give me a call. $800. Off. <laughs> $50 off. You today. Just call me uh, to register. I can just take care of it for you over the phone at 800-592-7239 and tell me about this podcast and you'll get your $50 off. It'll be just $248 if I'm doing my math right. Ooh, I was promised no math would be involved in this podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to sign off from one goddess to another. This is Amy and I will talk to you guys next time. Have a great Thanksgiving.